I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that at all. In fact, Ripper, old mate, I'd say something rather interesting was about to happen. Someone? Oh, bug, I thought you'd gone. Scene one, Apple, take one. Episode 66 of Revisiting Sunnydale with Camila and Marcella. I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. There's always going to be spoilers. So if you don't like that, you should leave now. Mm-hmm. Why are you here if you... I don't know. Like... I don't know. If you haven't seen the show and you... Like, why would you listen to... Yeah. Hmm. But that's okay. We want you anyway. That's cool. Welcome. Thanks for being here. All right. So... Um, yeah, while you're doing us favors, you can like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, and please rate and review on iTunes and or Libsyn, and also, I guess you you can also rate us on Facebook, too. Yeah. There's that possibility. I think so, yeah. Yeah. We basically, we want to be loved, and, um... Mm -hmm. And I saw we had a new fan on Facebook. She was watching season... Yes. Do you remember her name? I don't. I feel bad. Okay. Can you I can look, look it up. Was you it on up, Twitter or it was, was on, it on Facebook. Facebook? Yes, you look up that. Look that up real quick. We'll give her a shout out. Because I was very happy about that. I was like, "Yay, someone is there!" <laughs> I think I want to say Dory. Yeah, I think it was name? Dory. And she is like rewatching and listening along with us. So that's awesome. And she says like she's just now finishing season three, so it might be a minute before she gets to this episode. But which is good because we don't want to spoil. Because she's watching it. Right, you know. she's doing her thing in order. Mm-hmm. How it's supposed to be done. Yes, Dory. Dory. So shout out to Dory. Welcome. Yes. And um, hopefully we are, hopefully you're enjoying your stay. Yeah. She's in New Jersey. So we've got long distance. Yes. Long distance listeners. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. So now what you came for. A New Man, season four, episode 12. Original air date, January 25th, 2000. Ooh. Written by Jane Espenson. Directed by Michael Gershman. Ethan Rain returns to town and transforms Giles into a demon. Spike is the only one who can help. <laughs> we got our guest stars of Robin Satch. Sage? Sax? 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 I don't know. Sax. Poor He's playing Ethan, Ethan Rain. And um, Ethan Erickson playing Percy. Dick. Is he not in? He's not in this one. That was a different No, one. that was a different I was going to say was he was in here. So we just got Ethan. Yeah. We just got Robin. Ethan Rain. Yep. And oh, Maggie's in this episode, but we hate her. Yes. So it looks like this is Ethan's last episode. And unfortunately, Robin passed away in mm-hmm. 2013. Yeah. He was only 61. Wow. No. You know what else he was in? Huh. In a Jeff Goldblum movie. Who I am loving is being all over the place. Wait till you right see now. Thor. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's just all over the place. Oh my God, I just can't even take it. Ah! But he was the, you know... Uh, Lost World, Jurassic Park, Lost World, the second one. Mm-hmm. Very beginning of the movie with the little girl on the island and her parents, they've like docked their yacht. Mm-hmm. He's the dad oh, of the little girl that gets bitten. Oh, yeah. Huh. Camilla Bell. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. All comes back to Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. So let's try to start a game of Jeff, Six Degrees of Jeff Goldblum. He's so good. <laughs> wait till you see Thor. I You're going to love wait. it. I can't wait. All right. So this episode, it opens up with Buffy and Riley making out. And the music suggests that this might be an episode of Dawson's Creek. It really does. <laughs> Where they come, like, it, why? It's so gross. The and musical it's, supervision uh... for this episode is just. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, nope. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Buffy and Riley are yeah. yeah okay whatever right. <laughs> and Willow busts in with a fake with an emergency mm-hmm. but it's just really a hoax to uh, get Buffy to her surprise birthday party which haven't we learned by now we don't celebrate her we birthday don't celebrate her birthday Mm-mm. bad shit happens on just her birthday go. just let her just like chill and do her own thing yeah. I mean just let's not make a big deal out of it but for once the bad shit doesn't happen to her Right. This is probably the first one. Do we celebrate? Do we? Yeah, we've celebrated Buffy's birthday every season mm-hmm. thus far. Okay. Bad shit happens again later on in season six. Yeah. <laughs> it's real bad. Um, Umad. <laughs> but yeah, they're macking in bed and it's gross and they're just. Blech, blech. Gross. So yeah, so there's a you know surprise party and everybody's there. Giles is there and he's kind of you know just doing his Giles thing. But Buffy keeps going on and on with uh, to him about how great Maggie is, mm-hmm. and Giles is like, whatever. She's absolutely the smartest person I've ever met. Rude, mm-hmm. rude, mm-hmm. Buffy. Think before you speak. Right. Like, but to be fair, Giles, there's a word that you should use once in a while, and it's called no. So when Xander and Willow said, come to the dorm, celebrate <laughs> Buffy's birthday with her and all her friends. No. <laughs> no, I don't need to hang out with a bunch of 20 year olds. This is true. I guess if he wanted to, like, if he, he could have just been like, no, I will no. go have coffee with Buffy right. or take her You guys dinner. can come to my house. Yeah. We'll have a meeting. Right. And we'll have a cake. Right. But I'm not coming to, no. I'm not coming to the dorm. No. And Riley is all yes sir, no sir. It's uh, appropriate because <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and good manners on that boy though. Like <laughs> she did find a good one because <laughs> it's not his fault. He's dull, right? <laughs> um, and yeah, so Giles is like feeling all old and out of place. And yeah, yeah, because he's in a college dorm. What did Riley say to him that was super embarrassing too? He was uh, about the library. He said oh. something like, uh, "So you're retired now? Oh uh, yeah, you're working somewhere else." <laughs> Excuse me, he's like 43. I know. In that episode. He is our age right, right now. Like. Retired? I would love to be, but <laughs> that is beside the point. Giles is our is the age we are right mm-hmm. now. In this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, though, seriously, I but could not imagine. Good. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine uh, going to a college dorm and going no. to hang out with a bunch of 20-year-olds. No. No. I would absolutely have said no. I would punch myself in the face. Yeah, like, nope. Mm-mm. Nyt. I don't, so say no. Why did he go? Charles, don't be thinking it all the way through. And our girl Anya is just like, I don't care about your story when he's talking to them. <laughs> because for some reason, they've invited Anya as well. She is now firmly a part of this group. Yes, Xander has made a point, I guess. I don't know. So it's automatic that side pieces get to be a Scooby? Is that how that works? How's your side piece? This, all their side pieces. <laughs> all of them. They're all their side pieces. Riley's a side piece. <laughs> I don't yes, like the, it. Uh, the uh, boyfriend, girlfriends, yes. They yes. just automatically... Sure. Okay, so... Spike is moving out of Sanders' basement, finally. Finally. He's making a big show of it. Finally. <laughs> He's been like a hostage of theirs, a guestage. Yes. I think uh, 
Andrew calls it in season yes. seven. I like to think of it more of like a guest. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess since Spike realizes that he can kill demons, he's like, fuck it. I don't need to be quote unquote protected. And But that was like, let's just say at least a week. Right. Why are you still? That's seven days. That you continued to sleep in his basement. for the perfect crypt, apparently. <laughs> like, it was going through, <laughs> like, the classifieds. <laughs> going through the obituaries as though it were, like, the for rent places. And Anya's trying to give away <laughs> some of Xander's things. Xander's about to have, like, a aneurysm. He's just like, ah, you're taking too long. Get the fuck out. <laughs> and it's like, um, I, you live in the basement. <laughs> don't be all high and mighty <laughs> basement Xander, but Xander makes a good point of like why is this taking so long you own nothing yeah. like literally <laughs> and stop smoking in my basement right it's my basement right. like, there's seriously. very little airflow down here <laughs> there is no airflow whatsoever <laughs> it smells like Xander which probably doesn't smell good no I'm sure it's real funky like Xander mold and bleach yes fabric softener and cat piss yeah because something Something. urinated on the hot plate (laughs) (laughs) but i just i i adore spike in this season his character has grown so much because Mm -hmm. of the chip right you know he has to tolerate this group of people that he loathes right but for for what though was it for like to help him find information Mm -hmm. to quote unquote protect him I i don't know Somehow, for some reason, they are now intertwined. Mm-hmm. And now Riley has taken Buffy to see Maggie and kind of. So it's like the whole, you know, you know, meeting the parents yeah. thing where Riley, yes or no, sir, goes to meet Giles. and Because now... she wants to know more about all the project, th- you know. Yeah. So she's and giving them the lowdown on what a slayer does. And... Yes, because Maggie thought that it was a myth. Mm-hmm. And then, then Buffy... You're a myth ticket. <laughs> she's so awkward and just like... What do I do? And then Riley, of course, the big strong man who's taken down, what was it? 17. 17. He has 17 kills. Oh. I don't want to brag or anything, but <laughs> oh. I, I've killed and, and or captured 17 hostages. Or <laughs> And what's the plural of apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. And I love her point where she's like, to be fair, if you had been fighting demons since you were 15, and he's like, 15? <laughs> The male ego is obliterated. Yeah, so suffice it to say, <laughs> Riley is feeling a little bit lower than low yeah. right now. Like, and, and he's feeling pretty threatened. Um, he, you know, basically she bursts his bubble. Like, mm-hmm. he's been walking around. Like, he's I'm a badass. Like, I'm 17 man. vampires and or demons. She probably killed 17 last month. Exactly. Last, like, last, on her way to class, mm-hmm. she killed 17 mm-hmm. vampires. If we had to put a, I, I bet you someone on the internet has put a number on how many she's killed over to the, this point. Yeah on screen just right. on screen we right. don't know how much has happened just in between in, episodes yeah but it's probably in the thousands it would have to be and he's just like wow he's shook mm-hmm. and you know rightfully so because you can't be walking around thinking that you're all that like mm-hmm. you you're in a, you're in her arena now yeah like you just kind of stepped into this mm-hmm. this is the slayer's world and and i think that this is you know 
This is something that he just never, not this specifically, but I don't think he ever really gets over it. And I don't think he ever does. And this is like one of the things that just really kind of fucks up their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. He's not a He-Man woman hater, but. Right. It's not like he consciously does. It's just that there is this thing there. And it's also just, you know, on Buffy's part, too, because she's mm-hmm. basically so much better than him. That she can't let herself. Yeah. Just kind of fall into that role that he wants her to be he in. needs to be needed right and she does not need him new no. and she doesn't know how to be needy right which is fine that's okay until she is but it's not with him yeah and that should tell you something right <clears throat> and there's it's even it bothers me the fight scene that they have oh that's so bothersome it's so troubling well like the fact that he <sighs> When they're doing, when they're starting off, you know, and she's obviously holding back and he claims he's holding back as well. He seems to be getting off. He's gleeful. Yes. On actually fighting her. Yeah. Like, what does this say about you as a yeah. person, Riley? Like, come on. And you can tell. We can all tell she's holding back. Right. And like, she's just we like, know it. Tap, yeah. Tap, like, tap, mm. tap. And then, you know, they both come to the point where it's like, okay, you're holding back. He's like, yeah, a little bit. And they agree to not. And then Buffy... And he gets his feelings and his sternum hurt. Uh huh. Basically, <laughs> she kicks him pretty far, pretty far. Yeah. And it's it's a pattern in their relationship. In season five, it starts to go a little worse, and it over the course of that season, you just see that he never gets over this fundamental uncomfortable feeling of her being stronger than him. Right. There's just an inequality that he can't deal with, and especially. Mm-hmm. And then is it season five that yeah. he? Okay. Yep. Then yeah. he takes it too far. Right. And blames her. <sighs> and that's another thing. That's another misguidance in your fucking, mm-hmm. in your, it's a character flaw, mm-hmm. Riley. You can't go blaming other people. All right. All right. All right. All right fine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but then from the He-Man to the She-Bitch, <laughs> Giles is looking for Buffy and he comes to Walsh's office. Well, is this like... Before or after? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. For whatever, I don't remember why he was looking for Buffy. I don't know why. I don't know why he was looking for her either. But he goes to he goes to Walsh's office, and he had gotten lost. <laughs> and I, I hope this is not Giles flirting because <laughs> it's bad. I don't understand. Like maybe okay. Nobody has anybody. Maybe he was just curious about who this Maggie Walsh was. Maybe, Maybe that's like one of the, his main reasoning for going on. Because I, for the life of me, I can't understand why he would just like physically just go and just like, show up at her office. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm just looking for Buffy. Yeah. I thought she might be hanging out here in your office. Okay. <laughs> and I think he's still reeling from that smartest person she's ever met comment because like, well, he's like quoting stuff and dropping all this and she's not impressed at all no she's like yeah you know i don't teach from a textbook but it's nice to know that buffy is learning something and she's basically just starts to um insult him on every level and the worst of it being that buffy doesn't have a good male role model fuck you you don't know anything about buffy's life right you see from far away what's going you know nothing so if you knew her dad, yeah, you would be hugging Giles exactly every day, and Fuck she Maggie. and he's like, mm-hmm. that bitch. You can you see a little bit of Ripper seething, tiny yes. little bit of Ripper coming out from underneath. 
So speaking of, like, my Giles goes back home, I guess, basically, and he's so bored, he's just, like, dusting his books. Is that why he was... I think that's why he was that's looking why, for her. So he, yeah, he found out that that demon was supposed to be coming this is or so something. so weird. It's, like, it's because he was just dusting. And what yeah. prompted him to open that book huh. in the first place? Let's see. And then he's like, oh. holy shit. Prince Varvain. Or so, okay, sure. Apparently something was supposed to happen that night. So he calls Willow and Xander? No. His whole reasoning at this point is just kind of fucked up like i don't get a job <laughs> get a job are there you getting a... severance from yeah. the watchers council i should what? hope so because... where's his money coming from is giles always just independently sort of wealthy i don't know willow and giles are having none of it they're just like well willow that didn't Xander. happen can we go yeah so giles thinks something big is gonna happen he recruits willow and xander and they go to a crypt and he's got supplies and then blah 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 it doesn't happen and he's like whoops and they're like eh. and then this is how yeah he finds out about the initiative yep because willow spills the beans and says oh i bet riley and the guys came through and cleaned this up i'm sorry what right why would who so they dropped the beans that he's so put out yes <laughs> But I think he's even madder when he finds out that Maggie's in charge because he calls her a fishwife. Yes, which I had to look up the definition <laughs> of a fishwife. And it's a, a coarse-mannered woman who is prone to shouting. <laughs> or a woman okay. who sells fish. <laughs> um, the first part of that, sure. When has he ever heard her shout? <laughs> I know, right? He's just being petty at this point. <laughs> Maggie Walsh? That fishwife? He's so mad. He's pissed about that. He's pissed that he's like, well, who else knew that, <laughs> you know, Buffy is dating one of the commandos that I've been nobody. trying to, like, figure out about for months. He's like, nobody, just no. Anya, Anya. On and, Sp- and Sp- Spike. Spike? <laughs> Fuck. No. But, no, no. Um, so it's, can we, can we go? Right. Because <laughs> we've done so much damage right now. <laughs> And he does. He just lets them go. Like, just get the fuck up. Go. <laughs> We're done here. And he's just like, he's he's, he's hurt. He's mm-hmm. annoyed. He's angered. Like, he's he's going through all the emotions right now. And it's understandable. Yep. Because Giles used to be the first one to know everything. Yeah. So he leaves. He's like, forget it. This isn't happening. He leaves. And okay. out strolls Ethan Rain. <laughs> With his smart ass whatever. Like, oh, yes. But like, he didn't wait. He did not wait long enough. Door closed, like... <laughs> Yes. Oh yes, Yo, there's trouble coming, and he's like got his like you know villain cockiness out of this. This is one of my favorite moments right. in Buffy history. Absolutely, <laughs> like Ethan's going through his little spiel. <laughs> Because the jump, <laughs> and Giles is like, "Hello, yes, oh bugger, I, uh. I thought you'd left." <laughs> and here comes Ripper again. And I love that he's like, you have no idea how much throttling you is going to improve my day. Right. It's like, oh, this is what I needed. <laughs> yeah, and Ethan's just like, uh, <laughs> we don't have to do that. <laughs> and then we have the best scene ever. Like this whole from here on out, I just adore this episode. It's so good. So they, they go decide, drinking. Yeah, they decide to go drinking. And they're talking about how they used to be so important. And now they're just these old relics. And right. Ethan's like, uh speak for yourself mate <laughs> it's like well i was in the bathroom i dropped a tiny pellet of poison in your drink and giles has like the fuck look on his face <laughs> he's he's like, so, ah, yes. 
<laughs> and they because they're wasted. They're so done. They're so drunk. So yes, they are having like the basic conversation that I would imagine everybody at this age has had in their yeah. life. You know, you you go out and drink and have a couple of drinks and you're like. Oh. Things used to be so much easier. I used to be somebody. I used to be a rock star. I used to be able to do this. I used yep. to be able to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Now, no, now these kids, these damn kids don't need me anymore. Yep. <laughs> yep. And they're talking about, you know. Uh... So, yeah, Ethan starts talking about how he is hearing rumblings and yeah. demons are all scared about the 314 yep. something, blah, blah, blah. So, um, are we to believe that Ethan came here to warn Giles about this? <laughs> I don't to, know. <laughs> in hopes that maybe Giles had information about it or just to fuck with I Giles. I think just to fuck with Giles. Or I don't know if he had any idea at all. If he hadn't right. got caught in the crypt, what would have happened? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. Like I what, don't know why he's was, in town. What was, gonna, <laughs> yeah, like, what was he going to do right. had, had Giles not come back? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know what his plan was. <laughs> he rapidly changed it. Right. And, and yeah, because Giles is just kind of going on and on and mm-hmm. on about the initiative and Maggie and, and Ethan, I don't know what he's doing. He's hitting on a waitress. Yeah. That part was really funny too. Cause you know, Giles thought he was, was talking to him attractive. and he was like, am I? I oh. And it took him a minute too to realize it. He's like, <laughs> What? Yeah. He looks up and sees the waitress like, oh. Who's not impressed. New. And nor was she impressive. Mm-mm. I don't know why he was wasting Mm-mm. his time with that. Nope. But <laughs> Spike, when Spike comes around later. I mean, of course. Her tune and her attitude of changes like, a lot. Like her whole entire pelvis uh-huh. is just like yes. towards him. <laughs> and then he's sitting there yep. like, you know, throwing down the loves and the, you know, yep. blah, blah, blah. And like not as attractive as me and yada, yada. And he's just... <laughs> and buffy beats up riley (laughs) and then giles ends saying that he's gonna have a quite a hangover the next morning the worst hangover in the world worst well second worst which is cordelia woke up pregnant ah yeah there it is yeah Like nine months, nine months pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Hey, congratulations! You dates tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know they make a lot of they put Buffy through a lot of situations when she had one night stands, Mm -hmm. and they just left. Poor Cordelia. She got like the worst of it. The one night stand Mm -hmm. warnings. So poor Giles wakes up the next morning and he's like, oh, my head, it's killing me. And he's walking down the steps and then he realizes when he looks in the mirror. Oh, he's a demon. He's a demon. He's a full on demon. He's a full on demon. And that is Giles in that makeup. And he had told them because they put big hooves on him. Uh And that he said it wouldn't be a problem because he's run around in high heels because he was Frankenfurter. Exactly. And he does. If you look at the feet, those it is impressive yeah. when he chases after Maggie. Right? <laughs> so yes, he's a full on demon with horns mm-hmm. and like weird ears with tufts of hair on mm-hmm. them. And he can't even. Like he, no. he's like he can't, he's, he can't do anything. Like he's like he sees what's happening, he accidentally like pushes his hand through the wall. Mm-hmm. He tries to pick up the phone and crushes it. Yep. He doesn't understand like he doesn't have control of his strength. Yeah. His demon strength. One thing that did happen, I forgot about Tara. Oh, he ripped that shirt right in half. I liked (laughs) Tara and Willow did a spell. We're trying to do a spell. I forgot about that. And it went all wonky and didn't work. But there was a suspicious moment in this scene. And this is where the sub 
story for Tarek starts. Hmm. Or is it? No, it's not in this one. But she's still being weird about some things, like with her magic. Okay. And in developing later on in the season, she'll start to do even more. Like, you'll see little suspect things here and there uh-huh. with her that she doesn't want to help with uh, certain things. So, like, she's... When we like get to season back. five, we figure out why she's doing all of so these So, like, things. she's holding back. That she's holding back. Hmm. But it's in this one, they're trying to float that rose and it... And then, like, take the Explodes, cuddle. yeah. So, like, it, but... Tara just, she just, she's never fully there for me. Her character is never fully there. Like, I don't get why she's so. Like, until, like, why Willow is so attracted to her? Yeah. Right. Is it because they both do magic? Like, is that supposed to be the underlying thing? Yeah. Because, yeah, because early Tara. Early Tara. Is very blah, very bland. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's not very like, assertive. She's right. not very confident. She's uncomfortable in everything in her own skin. Mm-hmm. And there's all the like the stuttering. and She's a bit greasy. Also kind of like dumb. Yeah. Like it, she just comes off as like th- like she's not. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Maybe it's supposed to be. Maybe we're supposed to believe that it's some sort of like underlying like magic pull. Yeah. I think it's not until season five that they start her little why she won't do certain spells. But in this one, she like. You can tell, this is what bugs me about her. You can tell that she knows more about magic than Willow does. Mm. But she's always willing to take the back seat and just, right. you know, oh, what are we doing now? Yeah. Oh, okay, we're going to float a rose? Okay. Why? Yeah, this is true. Because it does come out later that she's basically, you know, she's really fucking powerful. Really powerful. But she just is always happy to kowtow to Willow. Right. And I don't like that. Yeah, we never fully really get into that. Like, we kind of, I guess, a maybe little just, bit. You know, she just doesn't want. She's scared to. Yeah. Do more. Or, hmm. She has an interesting sub story in season five. Yeah, we never. Re- yeah, she does have an interesting sub story, and she does. It's. I feel like we there was a missed opportunity. Like With even Tara? though, yeah, even though we did get a little bit of a backstory, I feel like we just didn't get enough. Mm-mm. Not enough. Like there, there could have been so much more. Yeah. I don't like this scene in the cafeteria between Willow and Buffy because it's too it 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 fails the Bechtel test for sure. Mm, yeah. Two women and all they're doing is talking about right boys. Me. Mm-hmm. You're so fun right now. You should always be in a real. Uh. Always have a new boyfriend. What? Come on. Come on. And what's on your shirt? <laughs> and she also chooses to lie to Buffy about where she was. Mm-hmm. Not what she was doing, but where she was and that she mm-hmm. was alone. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. She's very. Uh, looking back on it, like at the time I was like, oh, these stories are so sweet and they're the- so. Oh, they're so progressive. And no, they're really not. Not so much. They're not. Not. It was just, I guess, progressive at that moment, what was being allowed on television. Mm-hmm. But by today's standards, it's pretty fucked up. Right. It's like, hey. <laughs> Why are you? Th- this is offensive. Live your truth. <laughs> and it's an ongoing thing from this point in the show for the next couple episodes. Her hiding, hanging out with Tara. Mm-hmm. Her keeping them separated. Right. You know, I think in the very next one they have a sco- they have a scooby night at the bronze and it's just supposed to be the core scooby group right and she intentionally like does not make plans with tara because she wants to hang out with buffy and then buffy brings 
Riley, right. Riley, and all the guys, and she's like, "Well, I could have brought someone if I'd have known it was right." Gonna... Oh, who are you going to bring? No one. Yeah, it's just really weird. Mm-hmm. Like I understand <clears throat> maybe early on in this in her meeting Tara that maybe Willow was feeling some things that she wasn't that she was confused about, mm-hmm. and maybe she just wasn't ready to either to both admit it to herself. And also, like, answer any questions from her friends. But she just made it a lot more fucking secretive and difficult she did. than it needed to be. She, you could have just said, this is my new friend, Tara. Right. You don't have I'm... to say, we like to make out. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, this is my friend, Tara. I think I might be falling for her. Right. I think I might be bisexual or maybe just straight up gay. Which, that's another thing. Why hasn't, why Willow wasn't just bisexual? Right. Oh, the flames <laughs> that come off my head when I start to think about it. Why can't she be? Right. Because, I mean, it's just kind of, to me, when you just say, just because, so she's fell in love with Tara, now she's just straight up gay, that kind of takes away from what her relationship was with Oz. Mm-hmm. That's like, as, as if to say that that wasn't for real. And we have to face that in four, three or four episodes right. when he comes back. Right. And she's real conflicted. Yes. And that was okay for her to still be conflicted. Yes. Because, because be, why? Because Willow was fucking bisexual. Mm-hmm. But from that point on, after that episode, it's like, nope. Clear line in the sand. Mm-hmm. This is who Willow is. Right. Even to the point where we had to, like, put up with fucking Kennedy. Yeah. <sighs> like, we couldn't have just given her, like, that was, oh, Kennedy was so fucking unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Hated her. Everything about her. Every single thing about her. But anyway, to poor Giles. Giles is a fear-old demon. He's ripping his shit up. <laughs> so he goes to Xander. Why? <laughs> Why would you choose Why to go Xander? there first? Why Xander? Now Willow, not Buffy. Xander. Mm-hmm. Poor choices, Giles. Poor choices. And I like this. The the choice was when Giles speaks to people, they hear Fiaro. Right. When we hear Giles, we hear Giles. So he thinks that he's speaking English, yeah. but it's just rawr, rawr. And I love how British he is when he's like, it's after 10, I'm still in bed. <laughs> I wish we could have heard the Fiaro insult. Right. Just the affliction. Yes. <laughs> still in bed. And he wakes him up and Xander's scared shitless because right. this demon is just hovered over him, wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> you don't think that would have given you pause? Because so like, he's obviously not trying to attack you. He's right. just like kind of tapping and talking and like, you know, know, putting up, putting up, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, but no, Xander, for whatever reason, he's got like 50 frying pans in mm-hmm. his basement. <laughs> he does just start chucking them. <laughs> He's like, no, stop. I'm not trying to hurt you. And Xander's like, bugger all and leaves. Or uh, Giles is like, you know, fuck this. I, yeah. Uh, Xander's finally like tosses everything at him. And he's out. And he's just gone. He's got to move on. Cause and he decides, I mean. He runs through, ch- like, through a neighborhood. Yeah. Scares a lady, kicks like a, over like a kid's a toy. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like he just kind of steps on. Like, it's so, so weird. So random. But he gives up very easily. I don't think he tries to find Buffy or Willow. No. He just goes and sulks in a cemetery. Yep. Where uh, Scott, or Spike finds him. Mm-hmm. And Spike is like, oh, hell, it's a demon. I can I can kill you. It's like, yeah, my night's about to get Giles. Yeah, because yeah, Giles is like, oh, whatever. <laughs> He's like talking to himself. But I like, want to know why he knew it was Giles, because it's not like the inflection would be there. Like, what gave him away? Right, just because he spoke Fiarl doesn't mean like he was still hearing Giles' right. voice. He was just hearing Fiarl. Right. So what made him think it was Giles? 
don't know. <laughs> but it's okay because it's cute. Right. So now we've get a buddy, a buddy cop. <laughs> it's really adorable. Like really. Like so, you know, Giles basically is like, "Hey, I need you to help me find Ethan who did this to me, so I can get him to turn it around." And Spike is like, "And I'm supposed to do this what? Out of the evilness of my heart?" Which I love that line. Uh-huh. And Giles is like, "I'll pay you." 200 bucks is basically what Mm -hmm. he hires Spike for. And Spike's like, bet, I'll do it. (laughs) I like monies. So he tries to drive him around in his car. (laughs) In the little Citron. I don't know why they take that car. (laughs) And there's even a line later because they're at his house looking through. They've seen the destruction and they think that this demon has eaten Giles Mm -hmm. or kidnapped him. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it took the car why would a demon steal a car and anya why would a demon steal that car right <laughs> just got seriously what is on willow's shirt the stars are on her boobs and the frowny face from the rainbow at what oh willow. so riley shows up and they're like what the hell are you doing here and he's like got a report got a bunch of 911 calls or whatever like you get 911 <laughs> they're so impressed yeah, he's in the military. Of course, he gets nine one one calls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, he's got all the bells and whistles and the toys and all that stuff, but he's still subpar mm-hmm. in comparison to the Slayer and basically the rest of the Scooby Gang, mm-hmm. to my in my opinion. So I even love the point where like Giles or Spike is trying to work a stick shift, and Giles <laughs> is like yelling at him about. It. He's like, I don't know if I'm driving this thing or wearing yes. it. Yes, <laughs> if you can't find third, don't. Put it in third. But forever, like, Spike eventually gets the hang mm-hmm. of it. He starts, like, whipping that bitch around. And Giles growls. And he's, like, starting to become a demon. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's getting filled with this rage. Because he has a tiny tail that he's sitting on, and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and Giles asks Spike, are there any special powers that I have as a funeral demon? And Spike's like, um... But Giles is like, can I shoot laser beams out of my eyes? (laughs) Nope, just the paralyzing mucus. Just the mucus. (laughs) Which turns out, as Willow finds in the books, true. 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 That's true. Giles thought that he was was fucking with him. Mm -hmm. And Spike is like, I don't know, am I? Yeah, no, that's true. He told you the truth. And then they come across Mackie. And Spike makes him pull over. Right, I love it. Just like, hey, pull over. I got, I got something I got to do. <laughs> he whips off that blanket and chases her. Now, this bugs me. You are the leader of a probable multi-million dollar facility mm-hmm. under a school that hunts demons for a living. Right. And you're going to throw your briefcase and scream like a little girl? Right. Right. You don't have a panic button that immediately alerts soldiers that you're in danger? Right. You don't Didn't have we go something... over this with the werewolves? You don't have... Right. You don't have something to immediately like kill right? even like You didn't just... cuz she got chased by the werewolves. Right. And I sure, I will buy that only because that was before we really knew who you were. Right. But this, it's all out in the open. We know who Maggie fucking Walsh mm-hmm. is. There's no cause for this. There is no nope. reason. Now granted, it would have been funny as hell if she had turned around and tased him. Right. Absolutely. I I would still be laughing about it to this day. <laughs> but no, he which, just chases after her. Which would have really, made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Like, turn around, tase him, and then yep. she, like, turns to call mm-hmm. the initiative, and Spike drags Knocks him. her out. Or Spike drags, yeah. And, and gets, ah! <laughs> then he's exactly. got to pick him up. Hilarity. Right. And the way he does it, too, like, with his arms <laughs> in the air. <laughs> and then he just keeps yelling at her like ooh, ooh. <laughs> and everybody on the street's like what <laughs> what is this 
Giles, we're not supposed to alert the general public that demons and things exist. But to get that fishwife, it was all worth it. So they figure out at Giles' house what demon it is, and they still think that this demon is kidnapped or eaten Giles. So Riley and Buffy are going to go off and do the soldier and his girlfriend thing. And they go to... Was it the the magic shot? <laughs> I think it's the magic shot. And she kicks the door in. Because that's what she does. Mm-hmm. And he is so mad. He's just like, you shouldn't have done that to She's the door. like, yo, I don't have time for this bullshit right now. He's like, I have a master key to every <laughs> every shop on Main Street. Huh? Why? Why? <laughs> why? You could have led with that, but too. why, though? But why, though? Because <laughs> now I feel real unsafe that the government has a key to every shop on Main Street. Not cool. How long is Main Street? How many shops are right. on Main Street? How many times have you had to use that, that <laughs> right. master key? I got questions, Riley. <laughs> I'm unhappy about this. Right. Is there a master key to everybody, every house right. as well? Hmm. I was like, no, we're going to have to sit down and talk about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, doesn't he say that Maggie said not to bring her somewhere and she fucked yeah, up? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like she wasn't supposed to mm-hmm. go on this mission and she's like, stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cute that y'all think you can tell me what to do mm-hmm. when the fucking Watchers Council <laughs> hasn't, <laughs> hasn't told her what to do. So he takes, Giles takes Spike back to the bar where he, Ethan and he were drinking the previous night. And that's where the pelvis is out by this waitress. <laughs> I mean, she is really pushing it towards him. She really is trying to let Spike into her pants. Uh-huh. Which, understandable, girl. I mean. We all been there. Right, exactly. Are we I all go, still there. Ain't mad at you. Mm-mm. Ain't mad at you. But she, so it's, I, I don't feel that it's that late in the evening during this episode when she kicks the door in that the owner wouldn't still be there maybe doing books or something (laughs) but because there were plenty of people in the coffee shop right so but there's not a soul right so is this like this magic shop was just kind of like closes at noon right (laughs) even if they closed at five yeah still the owner should still have been probably yeah doing inventory somebody yeah Nope, not a soul. Just open for crime, for Buffy's crime. (laughs) And they find receipts, and she finds Ethan's credit card receipt. Yeah, which, okay. Which, again, it's just like, so Ethan was like, wherever he was, and was like, you know what? I got a free weekend. I'm going to go to Sunnydale. (laughs) Fuck with Giles a little bit. He's bored. I I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'll figure it out when I get there. Yeah. And then I'll just take a trip to the magic shop. Yeah, the magic box. They'll probably have something that I need Mm -hmm. there. You know what I haven't done in a while? Gotten beaten up by Buffy. (laughs) She hits hard. (laughs) I like that. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Why not? I got some extra miles. Yeah. (laughs) And what did he buy? Like, so... And the creepy thing, once again, is that Riley uses his military prowess to track down Ethan. Right. And so they have tracked him down. And then Giles and Spike gets the information from the waitress who's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, he came on to me. But when I saw that he was staying at that cheap motel, I was like, (laughs) fuck no. Yep. So their paths are all converging. Yes. But... The military has seen Hostel 17. And, well, I don't think they've seen Hostel 17 yet, but they've noticed that the demon that ran after Maggie is right. in this tiny car. Right. 
so I love that Spike is like, we've picked up a tail. And that's where Josh is like, it's a small one. It hurts when I sit. <laughs> and he's like, no, back there. And immediately Giles is like, all right, I'm going to get out. And they can chase you. Right. Because I still got things to do. I got to get this shit reversed. But they're actually looking for me, is what Spike should have said. Like, no, <laughs> if I get caught, <laughs> do you know what's going to happen? <laughs> They've already put a chip in my brain. I don't know what will happen if they get me again. <sighs> And he ends up wrecking the car eventually, but yeah. he gets real into this chase. Mm -hmm. Real into it. He has learned how to work the stick mm -hmm. shift. And I'm I'm curious and I can't wait to see like just Giles' car should be totaled at mm -hmm. this point. Like he doesn't we don't see this car after a while because I feel like I don't Do we see it again? I don't think so. Like the next time I remember seeing a car is like when he gets the pretty one. Right. And that's in like a couple season of five. seasons. Okay. So maybe that's in. Yeah, it's in. We see it in the second episode. Mm. He wants to drive past somebody because they hadn't seen my new cup. Yeah. <laughs> so Giles goes into the motel and I love this. He's immediately like, yep, I'm a demon and I'm going to kill you. And he's like, Giles, please, please. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. My bad, dude. I was just a I'm joke. real sorry. It was a joke. I really need to learn how to do the damage and get out of town right. is what he ends up saying when right. he gets caught. It's like the stain and gloating. <laughs> Who are you even gloating to? <laughs> you were just hanging out in your room. <laughs> so Buffy comes in and she immediately starts attacking Giles because again, she still thinks that this demon has killed her eating him. <laughs> and Ethan decides he's going to punch Riley and try and get out. Oh, that didn't go well. Not for Ethan. Ethan, that was that was a poor decision. Mm -hmm. And Buffy thinks they found in the book that if she stabs the demon with a silver knife, it will kill it. Mm -hmm. So she stabs Giles with the letter opener she took from his house. And she looks into his face and that's when she realizes, fuck. Right, as soon as she plunges... Mm -hmm. The letter opener into his chest. Boom, <gasps> Giles! <laughs> but luckily, apparently, that was not real. It was silver. not really. <laughs> <It's just, laughs> it's like, okay, you can get off my chest now. Like, right. You're still sitting on me and you just stat, get up. <laughs> so they force Ethan to undo the spell and unfortunately made Giles wear Ethan's clothes. So sad. Oh, this shirt. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, it's shiny. It's silver. It might be velvet. It's so wrong. There's so much wrong with mm. it. And he wants to know the cutest thing in the world, how she knew. Oh, I love her. Her response. answer. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. So cute. What? No one in the world could look that annoyed with me. Yeah. That's fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he did look pissed. Like... Why? And then woman. Ethan gets his world rocked. Yeah. So he's like, ha, well, I'm going to go. Because <laughs> what do you get? I'm you human. You do nothing to me. You can't do shit. I'm just going to go. <laughs> and Riley's like, hey, <laughs> guess what? Take a minute. <laughs> I get to arrest you. Just uh -huh. <laughs> by blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We the get to assess you. Yada, yada, yada. Basically, they're going to put him in a detention center in the desert yep. in Nevada somewhere. Yep. And never let him out. 
So I guess that's what Ethan is mm-hmm. going to be for the rest of the series. And I love that Giles is just, I'm going to watch them manhandle him into a car. He's so giddy. Mm-hmm. So giddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's per- he's so happy about it. <laughs> I don't think he was that gleeful when they put Wesley in the ambulance, but maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So they all separate and whatnot. I think it's like the next day. Mm-hmm. Buffy's at Giles' place and he has a little, tries to have a little heart to heart with her. Like basically he doesn't really trust the initiative. Mm-hmm. He's not sure what they're all about. He don't, definitely doesn't like Maggie. But he's also not like, eh, you know, I'm not saying that Riley is the initiative, but. Yeah. Just watch yourself. Don't, don't get too crazy. And then on the flip side, Riley is talking with Maggie about Buffy and and I think I don't know if Maggie is like 100% behind her but he says she's the purest soul I've ever known <laughs> and even Maggie's like oh god <laughs> gross <laughs> I think she does she's college boys in love <laughs> get out <laughs> and is this where we meet that other doctor <laughs> she's so disgusted she doesn't even hide her disgust at all <laughs> spare me i'm just saying you'd like her she's nice Shut it. but she's 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 pretty and nice and she's got golden hair and i like her you liked her before i did oh so i don't know if did we i don't know if we meet another person but maggie's like teetering through the initiative and then you know remember all that talk that Ethan Rain was talking about something mysterious called 314 <gasps> Maggie 314. goes into a door marked 314 what's in the door Ooh. no we don't meet that stupid doctor yet nah what's his I forget what his name his apparently she has colleagues <laughs> <laughs> she's not the only person running this show nope but she goes into 314 and we just see like a gurney and something mm, covered on the gurney. Right. And then we get like the ominous music really loud. Dun, 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 dun. They do kind of go all out with the music in this season. It's weird. It's yeah. Kristoff, relax, bro. Right. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so yes, yeah, no song, just Kristoff's score. Just his score. And then apparently Giles um, burned himself. <laughs> I love Giles so much. When him and Ethan were drinking, he's just kind of down on himself. He's like, I'm an unemployed librarian with a tendency to get knocked on the head. It's mm-hmm. a true statement. He friend. should have concussion therapy. Yeah. Because he's had one too many. Wait, yeah. Like the Thanksgiving episode where they were just pounding his face into the <laughs> <Right>? wall. Like, <laughs> he has, like, and he hasn't even had any, like, lost any teeth. <laughs> no, like, I feel like. Yes. There should at least have been. He should have broken cheekbone. Right. He should be fucked. Yeah. Like his face should be mangled. Yeah. As many times as he's been Cordelia slapping the shit out of him in the gingerbread episode to wake him up. (laughs) When she used the woke wake up in a coma. (laughs) One of these days you're going to wake up in a coma. (laughs) Wake up in (laughs) a (laughs) coma. <laughs> so mad at her. <laughs> uh, nobody's dropped this episode. No, this is a very comedic episode. It is. It's like, and I, I do enjoy it. It's, it's high up on the list in the season for mm-hmm. me. 
It does pass the Bechdel test, despite um, a lot of the other despite shit. Despite its many failings. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> does manage to squeak by. With Barely. Like, with like a D. <laughs> um, when uh, Maggie and Buffy are discussing Buffy's being a slayer, basically. Yeah. Um, you got some trivia. Uh-huh. The crypt where Giles found Ethan becomes Spike's place. Oh. That will be Spike's lair. Huh. Mm-hmm. And I guess for some reason, this also marks the beginning of Anya Caulfield as Anya in the credits. I don't know why they do that. You ain't Heather Locklear. Why do they do that? I don't know. Heather Locklear was like, for the right. whole time she was on Melrose Right. Place. Like, I don't why? get it. I don't get it. Don't they do like Alexis Denisov as Wesley? Yeah, I think on so. On Angel, I think. It's like, okay. Why? Like, I need to figure out, like, so if anybody knows why that they do that in certain television shows, because I've seen it in other things, too. And it's just like, what makes mm-hmm. that person special? Mm-hmm. That they do get they get more money for as that? Whatever. Or... Weird. Okay. Just weird. Moral of this story is, if you are demon hunters, you might want to update the whole team on who the players are in town. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a true statement. It's a true statement. Because there's a scene with Giles and Buffy when she's like, I told you. I'm sure I told you. <laughs> I did, right? I, I totally told you. No. No, girl. No, you didn't. Sure. I swear I told you. No. No, you didn't. Uh-uh. You could have picked up the phone. You're wrong. You could have emailed me. Yeah. You know, me. It's a lot of times. Oh, on one of the mini Scooby meetings mm-hmm. one of the many times you've come over to no nope nope you told everyone but me i'm pretty sure tara probably knew probably just like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> she turtles right <laughs> uh, i do love her i do end up loving right. her i yes. don't right now right at this moment it I... was just like because mm. <laughs> i recall like watching this first time through it was like mm, i don't know mm-hmm. who is this girl why is she no but she does come into her own she does um makes a special place in our hearts mm-hmm. so let us know what y'all thought of a new man you can send us a voice message at 412-385-7250 or you can record an mp3 file less than two minutes por favor and email it to revisiting sunnydale at gmail.com we're gonna play it on the air mm-hmm. we want more to do so we've done one more. <laughs> we would love a bunch more um, and for those of y'all who don't know, Marcella and myself and my husband, Dan, who has been on a couple of episodes of Revisiting Sunnydale, we have a new podcast all about the show Psych. Mm-hmm. So if you're into that. Do you know how many times since we've started this that I've actually had to use Come On, Son? It just comes out of my mouth. <laughs> now, yes. there have been. So, we were talking about something with our parents and something happened. And I was like, come on, son. <laughs> then I went... It's back. I missed it so much. <laughs> it's so natural. Yes. So check out Psych Babblecast, uh, also on um, Libsyn and iTunes, as well as you can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well under the same name. And <laughs> one of the other reasons why Marcel and I have been so lack and slack and slow on the Buffy train here is that we started to do another podcast. A third because you know we had not. Because we, we love you guys. We didn't have enough yeah. to do. We want to give you lots of rich and varied content. <laughs> American Horror Story Cult. 
<laughs> so if you uh, are into that, or even better, if you're not into it, yeah. like if you're hate watching it, you can hate watch it right along with us. Yeah, you we're can. basically doing that yep. and recording our thoughts because we were doing this for um, uh, TV Ate My Brain. So mm-hmm. they have like a bunch, like if you go just look up TV Ate My Brain, they have a bunch of different podcasts about different TV shows and we are handling American Horror Story Cult. And, uh, yeah, we're also kind of slow and behind on that one, too. But we only have to do this one for, like, 12 episodes. Yeah. So. This one's, it's hard to get through. It's so difficult. It's making me wish I had done it for, like, Coven. Something else. Or something. Yeah. Like, I'm. I was like, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I'm regretting my decision. (laughs) But, okay. So, yeah. Um, But, you know, sometimes when we hate watch something, it can be much more funny Mm -hmm. and entertaining Mm -hmm. than otherwise. Also. As we mentioned before, Marcella's blog. Yes, hello, Marcella. There's lots. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the tag. I'm going to record that and put it on there. (laughs) (laughs) Who can I get to do that? I want that. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yes. That would be. Oh, my God. Please, please, please. That would be so fantastic. (laughs) So. There's lots of ways to keep up with us um, outside of just the revisiting Sunnydale realm. And as usual, like we said, visit us on Facebook and Twitter. And you can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore Rugged Angel. Me, Marcella, at mspear7338. And the show uh, at Back to Sunnydale. Next week's episode is the I and Team. <laughs> There, th- there's only one reason I like this episode, mm-hmm. and it is for the pure artistry of the scene that parallels the fighting and the sex scene between Buffy and Riley. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, yeah. So when they're and it's got that music, that just real yeah. awesome kind of just instrumental synth pop kind of hmm. song. Yeah, this is another one of those um, Buffy episodes that I just I don't. It's the initiative. I, I, I draw I a blank. I draw a blank when yeah. I hear the the title. It's a lot of them in season four, and I mm-hmm. think it's the initiative. You're right. It's the initiative. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of like because the majority of this episode is about her going out with the, right. The soldiers. That's right. That's right. And then there's that whole when they're sitting there and debriefing or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Okay, so yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna do that next episode, and hopefully it won't be as long. Um, it won't take us as long as this past time, this no. past one, because I got a full-on week of free time coming up. Nice. For Thanksgiving from work. Oh, yeah. I think I do, too, actually. Bet. So we're gonna inundate you with tons yes, of content. Yes, we're gonna try to like get ready. do an all day situation where we yeah. just try to catch the fuck up as mm-hmm. best as we can. We'll just have people bring us food, right? Water mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> yes, whiskey <laughs> now. I need it now. All right, friends. So until next time, thanks for listening. Sure, arg. <laughs>